Welcome back to the podcast that rocked, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There you go. You were a little late, but that's okay. You, st- you still got your joke out. You still got your joke. <laughs> okay. It's been a week, to say the least. Um, last week, we talked about Black Tuesday, when pretty much every single tour we could think of. Not every tour, but almost every tour we could think of was either postponed or canceled. And we have a little few more updates on that coming, but at the same time, there's other stuff that happened that's pretty interesting to say the least some pretty good some great some unfortunate and some confusing it's all (laughs) over the place to say the least um gretchen and i were talking about this and i was with gretchen this past weekend when she pointed this out to me the biggest one of the biggest ones that happened over this past weekend for all you beartooth fans is that the guitarist cam cameron bradbury has left the band and it's unfortunate because this is not the first time someone has left Beartooth. If you look at their timeline for members and things like that, there's actually been quite a few different members. Oshi the bassist is the only other member besides Caleb who's been there since before their debut LP came out. However, Beartooth's had a lot of different members so far for a relatively... They're not a new band, but for a band that has been around a ton since really making their scene like in the mid-2010s, mid things like that. Here's the deal, though. Um, I'm going to read the Beartooth's um, statements. Is that a good way to put it, Gretchen, their statement? I, I, yeah. Uh, okay. It's, it's a something. Yes. Okay, yes. That's very fair. It is a something. That is for sure. <laughs> it's a something. Uh, I just want to say, someone is a Harry's music channel is 1 a.m. in the UK. Thank you for tuning in at 1 a.m. I do appreciate that. Man, that's intense. Um, so from Beartooth, their actual tweet, their actual handle... We feel that it's important to let everyone know that due to personal reasons, we have decided to part ways with our guitarist, Cameron Badbury. Cam has been instrumental in developing Beartooth into the band that it is today. His contributions will have a lasting impact on the legacy of the band, and he will be missed. We all love Cam very much, and he is above all a once-in-a-lifetime friend. We are thankful to have shared so many memories with him over the years. Caleb, Oshi, Zach, and Connor. Now, that's... You know what? That's a statement for what it is. It's fine. It's fine. It's just that typical HR statement, parting of the ways, that we wish you well and best on your future endeavors type statements. And normally that would be fine. However, it was Gretchen who pointed out to me 24 hours prior, Cameron on his own tweet handle, Cameron Bradbury, just his first name and last name, at Cameron Bradbury, posted his own little GIF response. And um, yeah, this is where it's all coming down to and this is where i call shenanigans on this whole statement gretchen do you remember the tweet or do you um, i'm going to show it to the youtube crowd so that way when they can see it on the live stream do mm-hmm. you remember what the actual tweet was i mean it, and it wasn't even in response to anything all it was was the gif gif however you want to pronounce it mm-hmm. um of someone shrugging and having like a smirk on their face yep you nailed it and it's going to show up on the YouTube stream right away. So the day before the Beartooth statement was made, Cameron posted the, eh, get, gif, gif, whatever. And boy, oh boy, this screams, this was not a mutual friendly. Guys, I think it's just time for me to part ways. I think we just have different opinions. I still love you all like brothers. 
No, I call shenanigans on this. I think there was much more um, heated arguments that led to something like this because there's no way he would tweet a gif like that before the statement. Just statement's 24 made. hours. Not yeah, a chance a in the world. So, one other thing, and this is all speculation at this point. I'm sure we're going to hear Cameron's store side of it soon. I'm sure it can't be that brutal or else he would have said something by now. Maybe he's waiting to say it. I don't know. But um, I do want to say I'm very, very shocked that no one's really asking why or doing the dirt on something like this. And Mauricio pointed it out in the chat, and Gretchen brought this up to me, and this is such a huge point because I was going to ask Gretchen about this also. Caleb records all the music anyways. They are all hired guns. So... Mm -hmm. I didn't know that before. I've known other big bands that do like session members just for recording albums. But at the same... Yeah, Ghost. Exactly. That's a great example. Star said I did, I believe, once. Like when they had like first session recordings and things like that for an album. But he still has the core band no matter (laughs) what. But at the same time, Beartooth... This is where it gets hazy for this. Like, So if everything's recorded by Caleb on those albums... And the rest of the guys in Beartooth are band members, but they don't get any. But they're not a part of any of the writing recording of the album. Does that mean they don't get royalties for album sales? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Because, yeah, that's awful. Um, huh. So yeah, you're definitely part of my band, but um, you're not going to have a say in any music writing. And while you do have to say you are part of Beartooth. You cannot say you wrote any of the music. We won't let you be recording any of the music. You don't get any cut of proceeds or profits from our album sales or single sales or streaming. We're just there to like but help with face. You're the live show and you totally will probably get a cut of the merch. Yeah. And but I still that that kind of hit me hard. Again, that is not a confirmation. Maybe other people can no. like, correct me on and- that. And I will say that some people were commenting on the Instagram post, I believe, or maybe Facebook. I can't remember at this point. Yeah. Saying that in the past, this member has stepped away briefly because of family issues. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. You know what? If that happens, but like it's been a brief thing. Yeah. But at the same time, if Cameron left for family issues now, I don't think he would tweet that little eh gif. Not a chance. Yikes. Yeah. No, I, I think more shenanigans are afoot that we are unaware of. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe it's a totally big, big deal. No, don't really know. He is a talented guitarist. Um, I think if he really wants to, he could probably jump into another band. Um, the thing is, though, it'd be interesting if he is credited on those albums or not. I don't own any physical heart copies. I haven't done the research to see what he's credited for on Beartooth albums. If he's not credited to anything on those Beartooth albums, then he can't say, oh yeah, I helped. I was on these albums that were really successful. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Dang. Dang. Ugh. So hello, JT in the chat room also. I just feel, um, I don't know. It's such a hairy situation. People know my thoughts on Beartooth. Gretchen kind of shined a light on that when she shot them last time. Because I've only seen Beartooth at festivals. And I've Mm -hmm. been kind of underwhelmed. Gretchen saw them finally at uh, just an actual concert. And she said they were much, much better at a concert setting than a festival setting. Yeah, they just do so much better with, I guess, the smaller stage and the smaller space. Like, I don't want to downplay them. 
but they just it was almost like I was watching a completely different band at a like a regular venue as opposed to like a big festival stage. I get that. You're like on a wide stage in the middle of a park as opposed yeah. to a club where everyone's there just to see you. Yep. That is a bit different. I can I can understand how the performance difference would factor into that for a musician. But at the same time, I just think about that. So best to Cameron, best to Beartooth too. I, again, I have nothing against Beartooth. I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to hear what they have to say, though, besides... I do want to hear more what Cameron has to say about that, because I got a feeling this is not the end of it. And if this is the downtime to find a new guitarist, which they probably will, are they going to start working on new music? And we'll get to other bands working on new music right now. Yeah, um... Someone just said Metalhead for Life. They saw them on the G- Degenerates tour with A Day to Remember, and they were incredible. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I get that. I, as an opening band, Warp Tour, and recently a co-headliner, honestly, they're not a bad band by far. I just wasn't impressed at festivals, and that's all I've ever seen them at yeah. over the years. Many, many times. The best I saw them at was on Ship Rocks, so take that for what it's worth. But yeah, I can see them being better in concert, like an actual concert venue, so... Yeah, they were great with Motionless and White. Yes, that yeah, that was the tour. And I could see that, they too. Were, they were so good. Yeah. Both so, of them just were fantastic. Yeah. So that bit of unfortunate news for all you Beartooth fans out there, one less tooth in Beartooth. One less tooth <laughs> in the bear. Is that a better analogy? I don't know. One less tooth in Beartooth there. That works right. <laughs> That's good. You like the dad jokes, not me. You'd ha- you'd have to come up with one if I was going to do that. That's that's not a dad joke. That's just ah no. That's just ah no. Oh well, okay ah, then. No. Thanks. Ah no. Thanks. No. Thanks for thanks for the support. So <clears throat> moving on to some good news, Corey Taylor has finished recording his solo album. I think that I think that's kind of awesome. This he talked about this with lizzie hale on lizzie's new podcast she's doing we are here she has a different guest every week where she talks to people during all this downtime and stuff and Corey talked about it saying like he had all these songs written for years that didn't really fit with slipknot or stone sour and this downtime was the time to actually write them all out record them and get put the work in he says he recorded over 20 tracks not sure how many are actually going to make the album yet but um, in his own words, he's excited. He says this album is awesome. He can't wait for people to hear it. Um, you'll hear some familiar musicians help, helping him with it. Tooch, Kristen Martucci from Stone Sour, is another guitarist on the album to help him record. Corey's best friend, Jason Christopher, he's on the album helping record it. So it's not just Corey, a one-man show. He's having actual, a lot of close people, a lot of talented people working on this stuff with him. So Corey has definitely used this downtime very productively, and I'm very excited to hear what he has to say. Well, good for him. I mean, that's a lot to record too—like twenty-some songs. Yeah, and I get, and uh, you know what? That's how most bands do it. Like, it's always better to have more, so yeah. that way you're not making filler at the last moment, which oh yeah, many, many, many bands do. But at the same time, I get it. So, and Corey, I would—I think he's that type of workhorse type of guy. He just—he can't stand being bored. Yeah. That he's that type of person. And I mean that in a good way. He knows how to channel his um, anxiousness and nervousness and just getting itchy feet to do something, no matter what it is. And he can sit down and get something done, no matter what it is. He is that productive. He can get that focused. And he can like have his hands in many different areas and make everything succeed. So I am excited to hear what he has to do with that. 
So that's just me. So that's something to do to hope that should be coming 2020, he said. So looking forward to that whenever that may be. Um, a uh, li- especially since if it doesn't fit with either Slipknot nor mm-hmm. Stone Sour. Yep. I would definitely be interested to hear. And that's what, what his, we and that's what his own words that he told Lizzie Hale saying like they didn't the songs he wrote didn't really fit with either band. And he's done mm-hmm. his own solo tours before too. Like he'll do acoustic stuff right. from the songs, but he'll also do his own stuff. And he's not just going to do the SpongeBob SquarePants acoustic cover. He's going to do real songs. So you know what? I think I'm really excited for all this. So I think that's something awesome to look forward to in 2020. Because we all need stuff to look forward to in 2020. (laughs) Anything. Anything at all. Nothing. Yeah. May's been kind of a dead zone for a lot. Like all the big albums that were supposed to be released in May have been, most of them, not all of them, most of them have been pushed back. You know, take that for what it's worth. So, uh, speaking of Lizzie Hale, because we just talked about him talking with Co- her talking with Corey. Uh, last week, Lizzie Hale talked about her statement about staying home, about how important it is to stay home, things like that, because bands are going to be suffering. They're missing being on the road, but they know it's important. But she also made the statement saying that, you know, a lot of bands aren't going to survive this. And I get that, too. I get her statement saying that because there's a lot of bands that do not have anything out of royalties they are not selling no. merch they are opening bands they don't have the funds to do it and her statement is most bands won't make it out of this that's the big thing and she elaborated on that i think that's very fair to say ronnie mm-hmm. radke um retweeted it with a direct disagreeing statement and oh, i didn't know that yeah that was today this this afternoon uh, earlier this afternoon new. yeah oh. so I'm going to read Ronnie's statement first. I absolutely disagree with this mindset. If you're in a band and slept in a van in a Walmart parking lot, peeing in bottles to get to the next venue in time, riding on nothing but a dream and hope, you will get through this. We will all make it through. And that was the tweet. That was his disagreeing statement. Now, I have said many things about Ronnie Radke and my thoughts on him. (laughs) Many more things I've said off podcast. However... I'm not going to dog him or I'm not going to knock him for his viewpoint on this. I get what he's trying to say in an optimistic stance. I do get where he's coming from. I can't really knock him for this because he's saying you can survive something like this. You can get through it if you have motivation. You know what? We can all make it through. That's what he says. Mm -hmm. We will all make it through. I disagree with Ronnie Racky's statement, though, and I support Lizzie's more. The reason why... This is not a situation where everyone's just waiting to be coming back. Venues are yeah. closing down now. Where are these young yep. bands? Where are they going to play? Yeah. Where are they going to perform? Point. I mean, let's play in a park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not going to work that way. Where are they going to sell tickets if you can't have a venue to have tickets for? And you know what? A band like Falling in Reverse that's already established, they'll do fine. A band like Hailstorm that's already established, they'll do fine. Smaller mm-hmm. bands who only had income from touring now that can't mm-hmm. tour for an indefinite amount of time now that venues are closing down what are they holding on to there are some bands like spanish love songs who i love um they started a patreon and they're making money off that genius i love it there's other bands mm-hmm. who are doing smart things like psycho stick and other things that are doing live streams weekly smart mm-hmm. get money out of that way i love it that's something you do in the meantime yeah bands though I think like Moontooth was one of my favorite, uh, had one of my favorite albums last year. I think about them, their tour was supposed to happen this May, this month. Yeah. And nope, no, it's indefinite. 
And that was supposed to be at a venue in St. Louis that hadn't even opened yet. <clears throat> you know, and that's indefinite now. So what's going to happen for all these plans? So it's just, it's not enough to say, okay, guys, just keep your nose to the grindstone. Hold out hope. We will make it through somehow. These bands are making nothing. These bands had little to begin with. Now they're going to have to start I mean, selling their instruments just to eat. I mean, at least Ronnie's statement, I will give it to him that it was, a, it's, despite him saying that he disagrees with it, it's a positive. It is. It's a good attitude also. It. it really is a good attitude. It is. I am not knocking It's Ronnie a good Racky attitude for anyway. anyone. I am not knocking him um, in any way on this. I'm disagreeing though, because I do feel for these bands. I do see a lot of bands calling it quits or mm-hmm. indefinite hiatus for quite a while. Yeah, or at least having to completely rework things or go back to the drawing board. Like maybe they had made it past those those early stages of like doing clubs and stuff like that and finally made it to opening. And now all of a sudden they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and be like, all right, we kind of have to start over, which no one wants to do. That's true. And like you see all these bands that work that hard just to get the sp- spot where they were in 2019. Then 2020 rolls in like a steamroller and says nope to yeah. everyone. So, yeah. um, I don't know. It's so heartbreaking to hear. Like, all those tours we talked about that canceled and postponed last week and the week before. All those head opening bands. All those festivals we were planning on seeing like this past mm-hmm. couple of weeks. They had amazing smaller bands that could have gotten yeah. a huge audience. Could have had a big fat payday from all the merch just for playing for 30 mm-hmm. minutes on stage at one of those festivals. They feed off that stuff. That's how that's how new fans are made. And now they can't. And yep. yeah. Okay, someone just brought this up. Bands like Dollskin and Grey 2, who could have gotten a large audience with the anti-flag tour they were most on, they lost a lot of potential fans. That's the best way to say it. Potential yeah. fans are lost because they can't see them live now. Whether for festivals or tours, those smaller bands now are going to have to rely on the internet again. And yep. now... And just word of mouth. Yeah, and just word of mouth. as... And don't get me wrong. Far and wide as tour. And don't get me wrong. That still can work. Absolutely. Oh, it yeah. still has worked for many bands and it still continue to work. The difference now, all those smaller bands are competing for the exact same space and time that all the bigger bands are already doing now too. All those bigger yep. bands are now also using the same platforms and same oh, streaming yeah. styles. You do Metallica is doing live streams every every Monday. Notfest yeah. is showing old Notfest road like stuff, you know. Like all the time is being divvied up for all these bigger bands now to their streaming stuff. So these smaller bands are desperate for retention, and I don't know how they're gonna get it. Um, I hope they have good PR. I hope they can continue to push yeah. music and really speculate stuff. When Spanish Love Songs started their own Patreon and like they're really interacting with their patrons, they're doing it right for them. They're at least going to yeah. keep what they have. And boy, oh boy, 2020 could have been like a next level year for them after the album they released and the tour they were going to be on. They were on before they got cut. Uh, there's other bands. I know. Um, I tell you what, if you're in the chat room right now or if you're listening to this on the backlog, leave a comment saying which band, smaller band, you hope makes it out of 2020. Link to a YouTube, link to their socials, whatever. Just say, hey, we hope you make it through 2020 on socials. Give them a pep talk, things like that. Because, boy, oh boy, a lot of those bands are hurting right now. Whether they make it through or not, regardless whether you side with Lizzie Hale or Ronnie Radke, those bands are hurting right now. Yep. So, I just thought that was interesting to really pinned down because that was again not knocking ronnie for that that's a valid viewpoint and i get what he was going for 
I just yeah. I mean, I get both sides, yeah. and at least his wasn't like, a, "Oh my God, you're absolutely wrong. This opinion sucks." Exactly. He was not. Why? He was. Res- yeah. He was quite respectful. So, and you yeah. know what? He was optimistic. So, you know what? Fine. 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 So we move on. Last week was Black Tuesday, um, or a week ago today was Black Tuesday when so many tours were canceled. Well, today another court tour was canceled again. I'm gonna leave the room now. No, Gretchen, you have to stay here. Gretchen, no, nope. Gretchen. I'm running away and crying. Well, you already cried today over this. <laughs> I Gretchen. did already cry today over this one. Um, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, before I say this. <laughs> Matt Taylor, I hope everyone makes it out of 2020. Man, is that a statement. We're five months in, so here is hoping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago that Brent Smith of Shinedown talked about dead set. We can't live in fear. We are going to start this tour, do whatever it takes to continue this uh, deep cuts tour, deep dive tour. Big rah-rah speech, really trying to amp himself up. He clarified it later on. He wants, he wants to make sure everyone's safe, everyone stays home until that point, so that way they can do it. Well, this afternoon, Shinedown made the unfortunate post saying that the Deep Dive tour, after already being postponed once, has now been canceled. I'm going to cry forever. Not postponed, flat out canceled. Done. <laughs> This was a good tour, too. This was the deep dive tour where they're going to play the tracks on albums the, that weren't getting all the attention, not all the hits, the B-sides, things like that. Or I think that's that a they have idea. never played live before. I think or... that's an awesome idea for yeah. Shinedown to do something like that. That's huge. And no. So they're being upfront about it. Refunds will be available at point of purchase for tickets and their killer VIP sessions. Shinedown does good VIP stuff. Um, as much as it crushes us to not play the deep dive tour, the health and safety of our fans, crew and venue staff from around the world are the utmost importance to us. We love you. We miss you. And we have so much more coming for you this year while we sort out the concert world. That's how it ends from Brent, Zach, Barry and Eric team shine down. I hate 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh at my misery. I'm not laughing at your misery. I'm just laughing just at people. Are. I'm laughing at people in the chat. Gretchen, stay. I feel you, Gretchen. <laughs> like the worst day ever. Uh, I, it kills because so many bands and tours have already postponed or canceled, whether postponed indefinitely or postponed to 2021. Our favorite festivals have been canceled flat out. We're still holding on by a thread for Aftershock. But this, I know, and this Shinedown one was supposed to start in September, so yeah. it's not giving me much hope for the rest of the year. What shocks me is, like, first of all, this tour was already postponed. It's just that big rah-rah speech, that big hype up from Brent Smith a couple of weeks back, where he really tried to spark that don't live in fear. We have to keep moving mm-hmm. forward. We'll be safe. We got a plan for everything, but we can do it. And now, defeat. 2020 Yuck. claims another tour, another cancellation. I'm going to hibernate for the rest of the year. Oh boy. And there's other tours that were canceled, like that were postponed till the fall of this year as well. And other tours that aren't supposed to start mm-hmm. until this fall. We talked about how last week, how Megadeth's big first leg of their big, big tour with Lamb of God. The first leg has been postponed to 2021. The second leg is still on that starts in September. Um, Corn and Faith No More is still scheduled as of now because that doesn't start till later on, like very end of summer, like end of August. 
And uh, Five Finger Death Punch and Papa Roach's tour got postponed till September. That was supposed to happen like now. It's supposed to be happening right now. Those are just several tours that are off the top of my head that I know a lot of people were looking forward to for one reason or another. Um, Festivals, tours, bands, everything's just done. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's... What I, you know what I think kind of killed it a little bit too. Remember last week when I showed we saw that picture of that first social distancing concert in Arkansas. <clears throat> I think that kind of ruined it a little more when people realize if we start doing concerts now, this is what it'll look like. Yeah, no one wants and to I do mean, that. No one, no one wants to do that. No <laughs> one wants that garbage. No matter who the band is. Oh, that was sad. Oh, that was miserable. No, no, that's not what it's supposed yeah. to be. I stand by my statement that if we have to wear masks for festivals for the rest of the year and concerts, any concert, big or small, fine. You got it. You yeah. want temp- to check our temperature before you metal detect us and wand us in? Fine. <laughs> That's only an extra 20 seconds max. Who cares? That's fine. I mean, we already uh, go through metal detectors, so be, and that was all because of uh, things uh, 9-11. Exactly. And you know what? Those, they they that, have so. the no-touch temperature readers now, too. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. That is so quick. Not a big deal. Um, someone was saying about this also. What about sh- uh, stuff like Riot Fest and Lollapalooza? Riot Fest mm-hmm. in September, Lollapalooza in August? I'm not sure. That is a great question. I'm because. Sh- Riot Fest is supposed to have My Chemical Romance like Aftershock is. Lollapalooza, I don't even know who's supposed to be on there. Um, I'm very curious just about if My Chemical Romance said anything recently outside of them postponing their uh, UK and Australia dates. Because other than that, I haven't heard a peep besides that. Yeah, their last stuff was May 1st. So nothing yet from My Chemical Romance. I have not heard anything from Riot Fest yet. I have not heard anything from... Lollapalooza yet? Lollapalooza's first and bigger. Lollapalooza is bigger. That's a big multi-genre. So, boy, oh boy. And, um, what is it? Rebel Rock is still on, too. Oh, you know... Which I'm not sure If why, the but. only thing that happens in 2020 is Rebel Rock in Orlando at uh, the Orlando Amphitheater, which is not really an amphitheater, sweet mercy. What a big bucket of what? Oh, chaotic... Uh, that's for everyone that's not aware the rebel rock orlando festival i can't even say it's all bad bands it's definitely not but it's a big grab bag of who put this together i think um day two of the two-day festival is limp biscuit and half of the wu-tang clan headlining not all not the full (laughs) wu-tang clan obviously so take that for what that it's worth blue ridge rock fest is supposed to still happen though they're still yes, but I was just looking at their page and they haven't given an update about yep. anything since the twentieth, and they haven't announced anyone since the eighteenth. Yeah, so... so I'm starting to get scared about that because they were doing yeah. really well about doing Blue some Ridge. kind of post and Blue Ridge every even other said, day. And Blue Ridge even posted their social distancing guidelines saying like masks yeah. are strongly encouraged and we'll have them available for purchase and things like that. You have to have your yeah. temperature checked before you get in. You know what? They'll have hand washing stations and things like that everywhere. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's in a big park too. Open air. Fine. Ugh. You know, yep. Florida is also to blame. I know people harp, hear me harp on Florida way too much. Cases in Jacksonville have risen significantly again after everyone started going mm-hmm. to the beaches and partying too hard. 
yeah, my friends in Jacksonville are going to be suffering a little more because cases are popping back up in Florida now. Uh, 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 uh. Yep. Also, the whole thing about for concerts going forward, no moshing, no crowd surfing. I can see them trying to enforce that. I really can. And this is the excuse for them to stop having that. So that way security said, no, you you mosh too hard or you crowd surf, you're gone. Because that's always been a liability for them. If this is their excuse to get rid of that, then yeah, I can see them doing that. And then there are always signs that say... No moshing or crowd surfing. I know. That's just a anyway. It's just a deterrent. That's the legal deterrence. Like, what? We put up the sign. We told them not to. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> awesome. We forget okay. that some people can't read. There's no nice way to say it. That's just I know that's mean. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> fair. It's fair though. <laughs> yeah, so On to some happier news. I know I wanted to bring that up because that was a big thing for Shinedown, just because the whole the rah-rah speech to canceled, to canceled again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a killer sting. But I wanted to give this list. Loudwire had a great list of bands that are currently working on new music for 2020 or 2021 that have said they are working on a new album, full album, while in quarantine. It's a decent list, too. Um, starting off, I'll just go through just a quick bullet list. At the Gates, for the metal side, Black Label Society... Blink-182, which is interesting because I just had someone something come out. Bring Me the Horizon, yeah. which is awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Corey Taylor, which we already talked about. That should, that's recording's done. Def Leppard, which um, the Def Leppard tour has been all but, I think it's been postponed or canceled already. I'm not sure. Evanescence, which we already knew about. They already released the first single. So there's been quite a few exodus for all the thrash fans. Um, keep going Godsmack. Thank God, because we need to move on from that mm-hmm. last album. Hailstorm said they are working on a new album. They said that on a different podcast, which is cool because their last one was 2018, I believe, with Vicious. Uh, Keep Mm. going, keep going. Megadeth, which is a big one for me. Um, I'll be excited to hear what they have to do for Megadeth, especially now that First Leg is canceled and that Dave Mustaine has a clear bill of health. They said they were going to planning on 2020 anyway before quarantine happened. So I'll be excited to see what they have for 2020, if they can get something out. You know, sorry, hiccups. Uh, Motionless and White said they are currently working like the writing process and they want to get something done for 2020, but uh, right now they're just in the writing stuff, like to get tracks separate from each musician. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're doing that. Uh, yeah. Keep going. Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Trent Reznor will never... He's like Corey Taylor. He just can't sit still. He always has to be working on something, and I'm very excited about that to see what the next new Nine Inch Nails full album is. And he said it will be an album, it won't be EPs, and it won't be like the ghost instrumental stuff, like the ambient stuff. So I'm excited for that. Parkway Drive said they've already started writing. They're hoping that 2020 or 2021, which I'm excited for. Pop Evil, because it's been a while for them too. I, wasn't, I know you liked their last album. I was not crazy about it. I still like Pop Evil fine though. So they said they're recording, they're recording the album like right when the pandemic hit. So they've been trying to finish it while all this is going on, but they should have something in 2020. And I think that should be sleeping with sirens was the last one that said that they are planning on something for 2020. So all those bands I just listed along with the many other bands that I said that we've already talked about throughout the past few months, like Deftones, you know, Bands that said they will have something for 2020. We already know Lamb of God, Weezer, Creeper, The Killers. They have stuff coming relatively relatively soon. So we're getting new music in 2020. That's not the issue at all. 
and I think that's awesome. So yeah, it'll it'll really show what bands actually work on something and which bands um, kind of sit around and just wait. Um, I know. Yeah. <sighs> I like Bad Wolves music. I know Tommy Vex has been going on a tirade recently, so I don't know if he's there. They have a pa- they have a Patreon, so I know they're doing yep. private stuff, which is good for them. That's really smart. I don't know what else they'll be working on. They said they were. They said before, like in the interview, that they already have been working on writing on the new album. So good for mm-hmm. them. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but good for them. New music's not the issue, and I hope this leads to a surge of new music from rock and metal and alternative and indie and things like that, because this is the time. This is literally the time for musicians to put everything else aside and work. And everyone can Rob zombie said his uh, Rob zombies. Someone dynamo just said in the champion, Rob zombies album is finished, but hasn't released a song yet. Okay. There's another good example. Rob zombie. I do remember that actually. There are Mm -hmm. so many that I can't even keep track of. Like the concert calendar that I usually go by the two of them, are very outdated because so many bands keep pushing stuff back now. And I get that. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I just hope more good news comes out of this. I hope more good music comes out of this. More announcements, more posts, things like that. Gretchen and I found a new band to follow Dead Posey that we met last year at mm-hmm. the festival. They just announced their new EP today that'll be coming out next month. It's a four track EP. Um, for that. Yeah, I really want to hear what they have to do because I just listened to one of their songs again and I really like their sound. It's a girl and guy combo and they have a full band with them. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing More is also writing some stuff. Someone just said Nothing More that reminded me. They are writing. I don't know what their status is though with their album review. They usually keep quiet about their stuff until um, it's time to say something. Metallica? I don't know. If I get mm-hmm. to see Metallica at Aftershock, I'm happy. That's all I ask of 2020. Gretchen knows how big of a deal that is for me. So, if we get to actually go to Aftershock. I said if. I said if. I was very specific. If no, I, get, I, was, yeah. I don't even care who we see at this point. It could be... It, it I don't. Be, hey, hey, you know what? No, don't, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. So that way it's just a show where we have to sit in back in media for hours until Metallica or My Chemical Romance turns up. I just want to go out. I know. Me, I, I do too. I think everyone does. So it hurts, but that's just how it is right now. So we all have to hold. You know what? It's like I said, if there are smaller bands that you want to support, check out if they have a Patreon or check out if they do live streams and hit them up and add mm-hmm. them on social media. Ask, even asking them so they can retweet it. Give them a little light of hope, but also, you know, keep an eye out for your favorite bands when they say they have new music coming out. Because if we all support... Mm-hmm. We're all in in right now. A lot like Gretchen and I are both furloughed to pull the curtain back a little bit. Yup. Yeah. And so money's going to be a tight from everyone across the board. If you can buy an album, like and buy a download, pay for a download of an album for seven ninety nine on Amazon from a new favorite band when an album comes out, do it. Even if it's just one time this summer, see how much that helps people. If everyone did that, if it, like a thousand people did that for one band, think how much money that is straight to that band's pocket. Yeah. That they would not have had before. So I get royalties and things like that. That gets cut for the label and stuff. But still, they need something. And with all these new bands com- saying they have works music coming out, they're going to put it out. If we get enough people pay for it, enough people buy it and buy into it, maybe that'll give more reason to do a longer tour next year. Because that could be kind of cool, too. If you yeah. think about that, if they're all sitting on their hands in 2020, maybe that'll, maybe that'll make them appreciate the road more in 2021 and make them go on longer tours, hit up more cities, hit up more venues, you know? Yeah. 
Gretchen would die if Shinedown did a long enough tour where they hit DC or Richmond or Charlotte twice. I was about to say, I just would like for them to come back they, to Richmond. Well, they, it's been a hot minute. They probably will eventually. So Smith, <sighs> I think they said Smith and Myers are going to do something new too. So yeah, yeah. and I travel for that because that's really good. Yeah, exactly. Live. So, so as we're starting to wind things down, let's head over to the Billboard Mainstream Top Three. I know that's what everyone's always excited about, but I do it because it helps to prove a point about mainstream <laughs> music and what's going on in the world of mainstream right now. Coming in at number three for the top three of Billboard's mainstream rock chart, Falling Down a Slot is Popular Monster by Falling in Reverse. It was already at number one. It's had a great run. You know what? It's starting to fall down. Gretchen and I can both attest that SiriusXM refuses to let that song die, however, because they're still playing it quite heavily depending on the DJ. Yes. Very much Oy, so. Yeah. Just, oh, Yeah. So at number two is Sickness by Grey Days, Chester Bevington's first band before Linkin Park, that re-release song. Mm -hmm. This is at its peak at number two, so I'm actually very shocked that it climbed this far, so good for them. Mm -hmm. And number one, the blandest, blandy, blandy, blah song from Godsmack's most blab, bland album, Unforgettable, again, at number one. It's Unforgettable. They're, Apparently, according to the radio. Well, uh, I want to radio forget. Radio likes them, okay? <laughs> I want to forget. They won't let me. I just wish that... Exactly. Yeah, I think I'm hoping this is the last week because other songs are moving up pretty quick. And I think the hype for this Godsmack album cycle is died a few months ago, maybe at the end of last year, maybe uh, six months after the album actually dropped. I don't know why this one's still churning out singles, but uh, whatever. It's done. Godsmack's still number one. Good for them. Another number one single. Awesome. When Godsmack releases another album, they're going to have more number one songs probably because radio refuses yep. to learn their lesson. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? Hey, if the next Godsmack album is great, awesome. I'll say I was yeah. wrong. Not a problem with that because that means we get good music. What do I care? I'll say I'm wrong all the time if we get caught. Yeah, God's facts, number one again. Yeah, uh, uh. So uh, I know that's some weird news to end things on. However, we still have things to hope for. Lots of new music coming. There's going to be some album, review, album reviews for all the albums coming out in June, as many as I can handle. Again, Lamb of God pushed theirs back. I believe Creeper pushed theirs back to June or July. Weezer's is indefinite, which I think is interesting because the album's done. Um, I don't remember when the Killers pushed their back to. However, there's still other stuff coming out for sure. And it's stuff worth getting excited about. Um, for what it's worth, if for all you pirate metal fans, Ailstorm, I'm doing an interview with Chris this week. And I'll also be doing an album review on the new Ailstorm album because I just want to do something fun. And new Every Time I Die should be coming out sometime relatively soon, due hopefully. Um, hopefully that's on par with, on track with everything. And also on top of that, I'm going to start working on long videos for June along with those album reviews that I'll have the patrons vote on. I'm going to do a special video on who, like I did a video a couple years back on who had the best voice in grunge. This video will be who was the best guitarist in the big four. So Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, who was the best guitarist of those four? Who had the best guitarist in those four bands? Let me rephrase that. That's worded poorly. Who <laughs> of all the guitarists among those bands, who was the best individual guitarist? Who stood out with their guitar better than anyone else? Was that 
someone from Metallica, someone from Megadeth, someone from Slayer, someone from Anthrax. There's a lot to take in because guitars are a big part of thrash, and there's very different styles in that too. I mean, just looking at the difference between Megadeth and Slayer, yeah, there's quite a big difference, especially Metallica too. So that'll be a long video I'm working on. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been tuning in this past month on the main channel. On this channel too, and keep subscribing, keep telling your friends that we do these live streams. I just want to say keep spreading the word about the main channel, about to fit 50,000 subs, hopefully in the next week or two. That's huge for me because I didn't think that would ever happen. So hopefully that gets to that. And I just want to say, if we get to that certain amount, um, I'll try to do something special for everyone, whether that's another regretting the past, even though I said I wouldn't do it because views aren't that good. If I get to 50,000 really quick, maybe I'll look into doing something like that if people want it, if enough patrons mm. come in also and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. Gretchen has some cool stuff coming up on her channel. She's in the middle of her hair dyeing phase. She already dyed her hair, but she phase. recorded the. <laughs> it's not a phase, mom. mom. I know. She already recorded um, the footage of her part one and part two journey of dyeing her hair a different color. I was her uh, willing photographer to do some photo shoots, and I think they turned out really well. I yes. like the hair color. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at Go Gretchen, just the same as her YouTube channel, Go Gretchen, if you want to see her hair color. And the cool photos she did, she'll be doing one photo a day. Um, mm -hmm. Some were pretty cool. We went to Hollywood Cemetery and actually did some yes. unique ones, and that's where the actual cool ones are coming. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, I think that's all the main news. I do want to point out two things, some one bad, one good. I know Brian May had an accident. Um, is in serious condition right now from Queen. Hopefully he'll turn out okay, though. Last little bit of news. Gretchen, you had a, what, a rock birthday, rock history birthday? Yes, it's uh, the lovely Stevie Nicks' birthday today from Fleetwood Mac. As a fan of Fleetwood Mac and as someone that respects Stevie Nicks, it's a miracle she's made it this long. And she looks amazing. It's a miracle she looks so good for what all she's put in her body. I mean, yes, very true. She admits it freely, too. She admits oh, yeah. it what happened, so I don't mind saying that either. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah, no, she 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 full on admits everything that she's taken. Yowza. Uh, but she's 72. Yeah. Today. Again, she ever since she got clean, she has taken care of herself. Yeah, but she looks amazing. Right. So, you know what? Good for her. So, other than that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in live, especially those for the live stream. Thank you again if you're listening on Speaker, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google. Thank you again for all those who check this out on the podcast channel. Please subscribe on the main channel as well. Um, thank you guys again for all your support. Um, I, for next week, um, Super Chat should be open in case you do want to get something red specific on the podcast. I forgot to enable it last week. It should be good now going forward. I was just dumb and I forgot to say it. So with that being said, as we wrap up, Gretchen, do you have any words of wisdom that you would like to say before we wrap things up? No, because I'm so sad about Shine Down. Oh, I got nothing. Not going to take a deep dive into their discography live this summer? No. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You're going to get to see them again. I know. You're going to get to see them again. You know you are. Mm, cries buckets. No, oh, don't cry buckets. <laughs> don't know what you got till it's gone. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Please keep that up. Don't know what you got till it's gone.